0: Good morning.
1: Good Thursday morning.
0: It's pouring outside.
1: I know, I'm loving it, this weather.
0: You like this weather?
1: Yeah, because it's such a nice change from the beautiful sunny weather that we get the majority of the time. I just like I like you know what it is? You know when it's sunny outside I feel obligated to go out and make the most of the day almost just to add stress (laughs) because I'm like, I'm not making the most of this beautiful day.
0: I I agree. When when I lived in New York and you would get three great months, say, Mm. and you'd have these great days. And when you were forced to be inside, you know, know, in my situation, mostly for coaching or running the box, Mm. you were upset because you weren't outdoors. Yeah. You know, throw into that, we like to exercise, which is often an indoor activity with weights. Mm -hmm. And it it does add stress. And then when I moved to Florida, it was stress (laughs) year-round.
1: Well, I think in a way, though, it's kind of nice because we generally know that tomorrow it's going to be sunny again. So no big deal if we didn't get a ton of outdoorsy things done. But we're pretty good on the whole. Like, we make it. A good effort to get outdoors as much as possible,
0: I think. I think we spend 20 to 30 minutes outdoors every day, which... Oh, at least. Well, I mean, I think that's our... I mean, right. Yeah, just like, hey, we realize, okay, we might not go lay by the pool for three hours every <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: day because it's beautiful, but we walk Mo, or even if it's doing Helen
1: yes. on a Monday <laughs> afternoon
0: in the, in the sun.
1: Was that on Monday?
0: I think it was Tuesday, but still. Yeah. We did that.
1: It was, wasn't it hot and steamy then. I think
0: we did it a little a later was, in the afternoon. Was
1: coming on, but yeah. So I am I'm loving this weather. I just love the sound as well. The rain outside it makes being inside cozy and all the animals and things that you can hear. All about. the
0: stinky wet dogs that are there. <laughs>
1: yeah, the dogs got wet. Mo nearly had a fit about it. He is so hilarious in the rain. Honestly, he looked like he was being shot. (laughs) He was like, this is the most uncomfortable experience of my life. (laughs) I'm dying. (laughs) I'm an indoor dog. (laughs) Don't don't put me
0: outside. I'm slowly dying. And then Marley literally goes outside and sits.
1: Yeah, she's like, oh, rain on me. This is wonderful.
0: (laughs) That's no, just a stinky wet dog going back in our bedroom as we speak.
1: Wonderful.
0: And I love when I dry her off and she just sits there.
1: <laughs> she made you made me think of some Star Trek character, though.
0: <laughs> when I was drying her off,
1: yeah, she's
0: just so funny. But she, yeah, okay. she is like just one stanky dog. She yeah. loves being dirty. She. <laughs> Well, you know, if she had the opportunity, she would roll in dead animals.
1: She
0: <laughs> eats. She's like poo. Like she snacks on poo. <laughs> and then
1: I'm laughing because it's true and it's it's hilarious. I it does, I feel like there was there's always a kid who's like that. <laughs>
0: so well, we have, they're the opposite. Not who eats
1: poo, but. Who was just, like, stanky and, and gross as a kid. A smelly or,
0: kid. Yeah.
1: She... <laughs> or just, like, the completely oblivious kid to dirt and whatnot. Like, I remember one kid just always having boogers all over his face. And he just didn't care. He knew they were there. But he was like, if you don't like it, deal with it.
0: <laughs> you had a kid like that in school?
1: Yes! <laughs> ah, it was so funny.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, but Marley just... They're the opposite dogs. You know, if you were to look at them, you'd be like, oh, that's the roughhousing. Oh, yeah. The, the that's true. brute of a dog that loves to be dirty. and No, just... yeah. And, he's
1: not
0: and then Mo's go. like, <laughs> so the opposite of that. And Marley, you know, this lab is like, get me dirty. Get me dirty. <laughs> you know, whenever she's like, just, you know how she goes outside and just rolls on the ground? Mm-hmm. It's usually rolling in something. Yeah. It's like perfume. Like oh, okay. this dead frog. <laughs> I need this all over my body. I used like, to my old pug, Lucy, she didn't do it as often as Marley, but if she were doing it, you know it was a dead animal. Like <laughs> she would she would just rub herself. One time I caught her, she was so happy and it was just <laughs> this giant smush dead frog and she was just <laughs> on her back loving it. I need this I need this on me.
1: That primal instinct in her, I guess. She's just attracted it to is. that that eau na- eau de odor natural.
0: <laughs> it is amazing. Like when you think about the. That's
1: why I love you so much,
0: babe. What because about your
1: smell? It? I'm attracted to
0: it. Do I smell bad? I smell like dead frog.
1: <laughs> not dead frog.
0: How do I, I smell? smell? Like man. One one to ten. What's my odor rating?
1: No, you like. I can. So I can definitely smell your smell.
0: What does it smell like? But it's
1: not like. Oh, you stink! It's not like B.O. You know, it's your body odor, but it's not B.O. But what is it? I can't describe it. It's a smell.
0: It's a distinct. It's it's
1: manly without being gross.
0: You don't like when we're walking outside. But I
1: don't. I don't like it when we're walking outside and you're sweating like. profusely and then you put your arm out over me and your sweaty armpit goes all over my shoulder I'm not and sweating I don't like.
0: profusely
1: <laughs> Usually not.
0: but do I smell so you have I ever smelled bad
1: when you're working out
0: I smell bad you shouldn't smell bad just because you're working out
1: well I think like when the sweat dries and then you like, often when you're working out, don't forget, you're wearing a t-shirt that you've been wearing all day, or you've done jujitsu jitsu already. Like, you've gone out, worked out, sweat has dried, it's gotten on your clothes, and now it's starting to smell. So then you start to smell a little bit. But let's just clarify, it. you're not the stinky kid, babe. I'm not? No. You don't, sm- you don't ever smell bad.
0: I'm allergic to deodorant.
1: I know, you told me that. Have you tried any recently? I
0: haven't because at the time I was allergic, I don't I ever want to attempt it again. What
1: is it in deodorants you're allergic
0: to? I don't know. Hmm. It was just... It have, but you just knew
1: because you came out in like hives or something?
0: No, when I was maybe 16 or 17, I my armpits really were hurting and these like Gross things like not oh, gross. like bumps. Yeah, you like bumps. They're like pimples, basically.
1: I think that's a teenage thing, though. There's just
0: like one bad. or two big ones, like painful. Really? So, like we would, this is gross, and then we'd soak them oh. in like Epsom salts, like on a. And that helped? Yeah, and then like they would like pop, like a oh. pimple. They basically became gross pimples. One time, that was it. I was like, okay, I don't want that to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> and I. uh, so then I, I switched to like one of those. So my mom was like, "Well, maybe you're allergic to deodorant." So then we switched to one of those balls, you know.
1: Oh yeah, I don't like those balls. It didn't do
0: anything. That yeah. I was stinky. <laughs> so that was like you wet like you put it on out of the well, shower. As a, teen,
1: uh, as a teenager, I can imagine.
0: I remember one time I was in gym class, at high school, and I was like. I stink right there. <laughs> That's it, bad
1: when you realize, like, that you, you could
0: you, sm- you smell yeah. it on yourself. So I was like, okay, that didn't work. And then we switched to Tom's. Maybe it wasn't Tom's right then, right? But it was like a natural brand. So Jason, was it was Jason that
1: self-diagnosed
0: allergies to do
1: based on one reaction that you had as a teenager when you're going that, through a very hormonal stage in your life.
0: Yes, that was literally over 20 years ago and I've not used regular deodorant oh since. Oh my god. I don't wa- that was so painful, I don't want to try it again.
1: Okay. <laughs> well hey,
0: <laughs> Tom's works. Oh, yeah. I don't smell, it's not more expensive than regular deodorant that I'm aware of. And I don't it think is, it's
1: very good for antiperspirant though.
0: Like no, that. it's not an antiperspirant but no. I mean it's a deodorant. Like still sweat. Still sweat. You don't want to be, you don't want to use an antiperspirant. Yeah, yeah. You, you should sweat. Yeah,
1: I don't like having sweat into my
0: armpits. Yeah, but if you're using something that's telling your body to not do something that's natural. I get it. You sure? Yeah. But you use an antiperspirant.
1: Right now I'm using your deodorant.
0: <laughs> do you use my deodorant?
1: I don't have any left.
0: How long has that been going on?
1: About two weeks.
0: You go into my cabinet?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your cabinet what are you talking about something on the other side of the bathroom yeah
0: and that's my cabinet you have the whole you have the bigger sink
1: half of the stuff under the sink is like i don't know what's under there towels and whatnot you
0: can take it out
1: right. <laughs> you got a,
0: two cabinets got anyway a the point
1: being we haven't been to the the store really so i and every time we do i forget well, Plus, your deodorant
0: is just right there. <laughs> <laughs> use my toothbrush. Testing brush, it out <laughs> toothbrush toothpaste. I don't
1: use your toothbrush. <laughs> use my toothpaste. No, yeah, I have my own now.
0: If, the, if there's a listener out there, this is what I want cleared up.
1: <laughs>
0: Do you put the cap back on your toothpaste? This, this is what job?
1: I would like to clear up. Why buy one of those toothpaste where you have to unscrew and screw on the cap? I, those just annoy me. I want the flip top.
0: You have a flip top? Yes,
1: that's why I now have my own toothpaste. I like the flip that's top. That's why? Yeah, I don't like screwing on and screwing off the cap every single day. That is a pain in the ass to
0: Think about how much time you're saving in life. I know. Idea,
1: right? well, you know how much time? i Mr. Efficiency. You know how much here. time
0: you're saving? Enough time to go make some breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> All that time you saved, now uh, you can make <sighs> breakfast.
1: Lilith told me last week that you should be making me breakfast. She said she listened to our podcast and i'm right
0: well is a little crazy <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> she she was behind me in that workout on monday she was funny and then she we were texting after or <laughs> facebook messaging and she said i said good job today and she said watching you work out and you were going through some inner turmoil <laughs> in the middle of the workout and i it, think
1: we all do at some point when working out right i think so i I remember doing which i'm I'm sure it's an open workout it's like a burpee thruster ladder descending ladder workout
0: yeah the 28 21 18 15 yeah
1: oh my gosh like i was in tears at one point doing that workout and it wasn't it wasn't just the the workout i mean that was like the catalyst for it the frustration of that workout because it was so hard but it was just like all this other stuff suddenly came bubbling up. and I was like, I'm having a meltdown. <laughs>
0: well, that's it's it's similar to what we were speaking about last week, where you kinda get all that bullshit out of your body during a workout and then everyone's happy.
1: Yeah, well I think it's so hard. Like we encounter so many stressful um events and triggers throughout the day, and it you know, typically if we were animals or you know way back to our like primal ancestors that kind of stress was always dissipated immediately like you would do something in order to get rid of it like usually stress back in the day like what the 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 usual purpose of stress is what i'm trying to say here is like fight or flight
0: right i'm hungry go kill something
1: exactly but now it's like so often just in order to keep the peace or just to kind of get through the day you have to deal with it you just move on you like sweep it under the rug and for your body not dissipating with that stress in some kind of physical way it's actually it, it really does build up physiologically
0: that's how people have breakdowns yeah well I guess that's that's
1: what, just... like actually I was reading that you should try sorry to interrupt you right there but I, I was just reading about this that you If you feel really overwhelmed with stress like that, rather than just trying to move on, you should try doing like a a fist clenching thing. And doing that as part of like, one, a physical trigger, because your body still perceives the action as action. It doesn't matter that it's not a huge amount of activity. And, um, And two, the other thing you can try is actually picturing yourself doing activity, like running.
0: So instead of working out now,
1: I'm not saying that. But if you're in a stressful situation and you're trying to relieve the the accumulation of stress, like this building in your body. It's the same premise of uh, athletes envisaging, envisaging themselves doing a workout. It's the same premise. It's like if you, your body doesn't always differentiate between what's it what it's actually doing and what you're visualizing.
0: So. advice that's advice if someone's sitting here listening and they're stressed about something envision workout clench your fists Mm -hmm. you probably drop and give 10 push-ups yeah
1: that's a great one if you if you don't feel like you're gonna be i mean i would do it in the if you're in the middle of ikea and you're feeling stressed why not everyone in there's a lunatic anyway
0: (laughs) it's almost like when we look outside and Mo is just sprinting back and forth.
1: Exactly that.
0: It's, you know, animals have this way of releasing their energy. Or like when someone has a dog that's misbehaving, mm-hmm. they just have too much energy. Yeah. And it's similar here where ours is obviously, because it's true, you know, back to that caveman scenario. Yeah, they cavemen weren't stressed about money.
1: No. Like stress these days is not the kind of stress that, that our body should be dealing with well, Just
0: lingering eat. long-term it's, stress.
1: Exactly.
0: They weren't stressed about money. They weren't stressed about even being overweight or unhealthy because they they probably didn't have much of an option to be overweight.
1: No, they were doing intermittent fasting. They were intermittent <laughs> fasting and
0: basically, I mean, the original paleo eaters. Yeah. You know, eating meats and berries,
1: hunter gatherers
0: and whatever they they didn't have a refrigerator <laughs> to store the extra berries, so they, you know, they ate what they could. Speaking of stress, I was stressed out this week. We've
1: had a very. a, a, a huge week. Like, bigger than. <laughs> the biggest step ever. We bought something together.
0: Well, not really. You're not even on it.
1: I don't know what I've done. Because you're an alien. <laughs>
0: That's
1: not getting to my immigration status.
0: But no, we bought a car.
1: We did. We b-
0: and we had to buy this car because of the road trip. So it turns out a Prius cannot tow a camper.
1: <laughs> well, not our old Prius. I
0: and know. right, not the old Prius. So we had to buy a new car. We bought a Subaru Outback. Very. Uh, so, all our
1: future podcasts are brought to you by. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> we were funny as we were buying this. First of all, amazing car.
1: Oh my gosh! I it's
0: mean, beautiful. We bought it. We, you know, at our age, it was like the first car that I'm like, okay, we need a practical car.
1: <laughs> we want
0: safe. I
1: know. I was talking about it reliable. in front of your mom. It's like, I want to get a family car too for the future? And your mom's like, when are you having kids?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Is it and,
1: next year, can I quit my job yet?
0: <laughs> it was funny because as the um, as we were buying it, and I was like, "This might be our first child's car."
1: I think it will be. Not you
0: know, if you're listening, we do not have a child, nor is Roz pregnant. But I mean, 16, 17, 18 years from now.
1: Yeah.
0: That people say this car will last that long.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's partly why we bought it, right? This
0: car will. Like I will drive incredible. it forever. Done the payments. Yeah. What?
1: No, I'm just saying. It's like you've you've bonded yourself to this car. Now you're like, car, you and me, we're in this for life.
0: I love it, though. I do love it. I mean, I love. I've, you know, it's the second new car I've had. Right. And it's nice. It's a. It's
1: a, a good point. I don't think I've ever had a new car.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've always gotten cars from basically my parents. You know, they they would buy a new one and be like, "You want our old one?" I was like, "Hell yeah, I want your old." You know, like, yeah. At one point, I was driving like a Toyota Camry, it was my grandmother's. I just was like, I was thirty, <laughs> and then, maybe a little younger, and it was like this whale of a car, beige, with beige interior, like <laughs> totally grandma car. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> I used to bring it's my great, yeah. But I used to put the pugs in it. They loved it in the back seat.
1: The first car I bought was this like old beat up put back together Dodge Neon. It was bright blue. You would have loved it. Oh, that. I remember those neons. Yeah, and uh, it was such blue. a boy racer car. Like it didn't suit me at all. But I was like, it's oh, all I can afford. It was two thousand dollars.
0: That was your very first car.
1: No, that was just the first one that I purchased myself.
0: What was the first car you? Owned or drove?
1: Um, my sisters and I, we had, I think it was a, a Renault Clio.
0: What is that? That's an English car?
1: No, it's French. It's like your. Oh, right,
0: okay. Is that it how you say it here? I, <clears throat> no, but, Do you
1: remember those adverts? Yeah, now so that you say that? it. I, Nicole. Is that Renault?
0: I think. We, or, I. Oh, good. My first car was a 1986 Chevy Cavalier.
1: That sounds very American.
0: Well, it's Chevy, but <laughs> it was my, from this, like, gas station I would drive by on the way to, or, not. It, I would go to high school, you'd pass it on the way home, and, you know, those gas stations that would sell a car, like, out oh, front. Oh, right, yeah. It was, like, $1,800 or oh, something. Wow. 86, so oh, this is, like, 1995, so it was, like, almost 10 years old, <laughs> and uh, it had a, you know, everything was uh, not power at the time it was like you you know cranked the window down there wasn't power steering
1: gosh forget that
0: old school cassette deck and there was a sunroof but I didn't realize when I bought it that the sunroof leaked <laughs> so then as you would drive <laughs> like it would literally rain in the car. Like,
1: oh, no. Like drip. it was worse as you were driving. Well, no,
0: but it was like if you turned, the water would run across the sunroof and drip into your face. <laughs> so I used to work at an Italian restaurant and they would have cloth napkins, like a fancy Italian restaurant I was a waiter. And I would take those and I would kind of jam them up into the sunroof <laughs> and it would stop them. <laughs> So.
1: Nice.
0: It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. Mm-hmm. But I love that car. It had Grateful Dead stickers all over it. That was like, and you bought it. Yeah, that was like you. My, my parents helped. I think yeah. we split it or something. And um but that was like when you're just like, don't know anything. You're like, this is the best car. Yeah, because it
1: represents so much to you. Like I remember how free we suddenly felt. Like I mean, my older sister, she's older, so the car was hers first. But she learned to drive, and of course. My parents wouldn't be happy with her just going out on her own. So, if they, you know, she'd say, Hey, can I go out for a drive? They'd say, Sure, but take your sister. I'm like, Yes.
0: You're going to be dangerous. Take two of our kids. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> no, I was
1: like the sensible, responsible one. So At they were 12. like, <laughs> No, my older sister's like, She's only 15 months older than me. Oh, gotcha. So I wasn't too far behind driving with her. But um, yeah, we'd go out for a little. Been around the island. This is when we're living in Guernsey. And it, it, yeah, it was freedom. It was the best. It
0: was. And yeah, I mean, I remember the very first time I drove by myself. I remember what song I was listening to in the car.
1: You do? Because
0: I remember I was like, this is going to be awesome. I'm driving. I probably was going to like high school for like my parents, let me use the car. Because even when I had a car, my stepfather, so strict Mm -hmm. it wasn't like you can take it wherever you want I had to let him know but I was you know very much into the Grateful Dead I was like I'm gonna take this tape and I'm gonna listen to this song the first time I drop because that's funny
1: because you make tape mixes like for the car (laughs) right this wasn't
0: a mix you used to the dead you would listen like live shows like so I was like I'm gonna listen to this show and it's gonna be awesome and I'm gonna drive around and you know you didn't have a cell phone
1: what was the song
0: well, you wouldn't know it, but it was a song called Franklin's Tower. And, you know, it was a live show. And I and it was like, this is just the most amazing moment of my life.
1: And <laughs> uh, see, and, it, and you remember. Oh, it, yeah. Because
0: of it. I remember that yeah. big time. No, and I, I, and I also, you know, I was driving my 86 Cavalier, and I didn't live in that fancy town or anything. So it's not like people are showing up in fancy cars, the kids, like we all were driving. Mm hmm. Used. I'm sure some had nicer cars, but I was so oblivious to cars and still am. That... Yeah,
1: you really don't care at that age. I mean, it's just.
0: No, you know, a couple of the kids there, I don't, like, no one had a luxury car like you see kids in our neighborhood now. Like, right. there's kids driving around in Mercedes. I know. And I'm like, they, well, we
1: saw, like, some kid the other day driving some Audi. It was like, yeah, that's got to be his parents. They, Please say it's his parents. It's, you know, and it might be. But,
0: like, yeah, the kid I used to train in the garage, Matt, I see him driving his parents, like, Lexus all the time. Oh, really? And I think because of that, you certainly don't develop any sense of worth to these things. Mm. Like, this – you see how much I'm like, this is our new car. We're going to, you know, keep it. Like, you don't get that when you, when you are driving a Mercedes when you're 15 years old. But I don't think anyone – like, I remember the one kid that had, like, the cool car in my high school was a kid driving a Jeep Wrangler.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: so it was like, oh, and cool car, you know I like those Jeeps, and that's just because it's, like, sweet as far as having the top down, but my parents would never have let me. No. Billy, my stepfather, is way too sensible when it comes to (laughs) safety and whatnot.
1: But I'm excited because I feel like, this car, well, first of all, it comes in wilderness green.
0: Which I don't love green, but I've got that. It's, I'm grow- it's growing it on It really me. does
1: look like the wilderness. It's, I got and that color for you. The Java brown interior. I love the interior. It really seems, it's so earthy.
0: But we, we need <laughs> I, can,
1: I can already see us on the side of a mountain somewhere.
0: And it's got that, it basically drives for you.
1: I can't, couldn't believe that yesterday. You were in cruise control and it was breaking for you.
0: It's so, it brought me to a complete stop. I love it. I can sleep.
1: And it beeps at him when he drives over the <laughs> middle of the really. line. It's wonderful.
0: I love it. I love it. But it's really in support of our tour. It is. And we've booked about eight seminars so far.
1: In, just in Florida, yeah. We haven't set ourselves up yet. For so
0: our first, tour, our first tour stop is actually June 3rd. It's a Saturday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're heading to Lake Kona. That's just a one-off kind of. We're coming home. And then the 5th, my birthday... Yeah. If anyone's listening wants to send birthday presents. We, is we your can't, birthday coming up? I can't believe it. Yeah, like, my sister's birthday is in two days. I gotta give her a call.
1: How old are you gonna be? I'll be uh, 28. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about this the other week, didn't we? Someone thought you were 32.
0: Yeah, I'll be 39. This is a big year, this whole tour thing, because it comes on kind of like I'm looking at it where it's like, hey, this is it. This is my last hurrah.
1: Why?
0: Well, before 40. Right. Like, let's just have a crazy, epic year. Let's hit the road. We're hitting the road the day after my birthday. Let's stay on the road for six months to a year. Let's preach nutrition. Let's chill in Colorado, Massachusetts, California. Come home and be 40. What do you think about that? I think it's a wonderful idea. We'll get married, get you knocked up along the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you say the other day? You're like, I can't believe I, our kids, kids are gonna be born in the camp. I was like, I'm not sure about born. <laughs> I meant conceived. Potentially conceived. Oh, they're
0: getting conceived. <laughs>
1: oh, you're gonna be so embarrassing to our kids, aren't you?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that will be my only goal in life <laughs> is to embarrass the children. <laughs> so what are our tour dates we've got i was um,
1: trying to pull up the tour tickets are live now on the website so
0: what's the website
1: ownyoureating.com and then you can go forward slash shop forward slash tour tickets or just click on the shop icon in the menu bar there so you can see them
0: where we booked so we've got CrossFit MDI on June third. Yeah. Sphinx on June sixth, which I think it's a Tuesday.
1: Mm-hmm. We've
0: actually got another seminar later that week. That ticket's not up yet at LW CrossFit. Oh, cool. Then we'll be then we head to Orlando. So you know that first week we're kind of home. Yeah. Home base still, but then
1: mm.
0: on the twelfth we're out.
1: I'm excited to go to all these different boxes. Like I was talking to someone. I think it was who was I talking to yesterday in class? I think it was Haley. But just talking about dropping into different boxes and um, and just seeing, like, different programs and training and meeting different people. And-
0: That's what's going to be fun. Like, you see, for example, Dave Castro. I was looking at his Twitter yesterday, and he's just always dropping into boxes, talking about their workouts. And that'll be fun to do. Mm. You know, just I've gotten really comfortable at North Naples and hitting the workouts. It's fun. <laughs> What's up, what do you want to? It's
1: like we've only really been going back to class for the last three weeks. But it's either, <laughs> it's like, I'm you am so comfortable already. You, get, you just get
0: comfortable. It's down the road. You no, understand it what. Take, it
1: doesn't take you long to feel at, at home. You <laughs> take your roots in.
0: Oh, I like it. But you sure. know what to expect.
1: Yeah, no, I did.
0: But now yeah. we're going to be bound. I mean, we might go to a box that has three parts to a workout.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or we might go to a box that has a 5K run.
1: Well, remember when we were at Paradisa that week when we were there in California? Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Their workouts were insane that week. They were so hard.
0: Remember that EMOM they we They were did? all
1: like 30 minutes long.
0: Well, they were, they were doing that aerobic they were doing, capacity at yeah, the time. Were,
1: they were going into a different training phase. But for us, we were like in a completely different. We were more in a high volume end kind of phase in our training. So that was a bit of a
0: We did that EMOM. I think it was a 30-minute EMOM. Yeah. They had push press, box jump, and double unders.
1: Yeah, with the heavy ropes. Do you remember? I was just...
0: Oh, yeah, because we well, they, were, they, were, they were just ropes we were not used to. The RX ropes. Yeah. So it, they were slower.
1: They were... I mean, they, they made it infinitely harder for
0: me. It was like 50 double unders like, at one minute. Forearms were burning. <laughs> it was a heavy push press for like 10. Yeah. Not heavy, but for 10 reps. Yeah. And the an mom was like, I want to say 115. For the guys, and then it was. it was burpee box jump. Cause yeah, remember, burpee box jump. Remember, like the very first one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you caught your toe, but you managed to. I rolled. You, like, no, you kind of, like, just went oh. splat. Oh, that's
0: right. I, um. But
1: you landed straight into a burpee and just got up. I played that off. But you basically belly flopped onto the floor. And the coach
0: was like, that was impressive, smooth. That and he was
1: like, that was nice recovery. You went straight into your burpee.
0: <laughs> that workout, and then we did the one with the sandbag. Yeah, it that was, was like the a next run. day, I think. It was like run, and then in the middle of every run, there was like a chipper.
1: Yeah, you had to do sit ups, sit ups with the thrusters, bow tie sit ups, and oh no, it was back squat. It was the empty barbell. Oh, on your back jumping and doing squats. jumping
0: squats. And there were thrusters in there, too. Yeah. And then I did GHD sit-ups. But that chick gave me the 90-pound <laughs> sandbag. sandbag. <laughs> there were quarter-mile runs. Remember you go down to the end of that sidewalk? I
1: won that workout.
0: Yeah, because you probably didn't use a 90-pound. She gave me the only... Nine... I gave
1: the RX. I, I used the RX sandbag. I was doing RX maybe... plus on that thing. It, you know why I won the workout? It was because there was a 400-meter run in it. Like
0: five rounds of it. Yeah. Yeah, you're a very good runner.
1: Anyway, we digressed. But see, it was fun. And now we I remember I can't believe we remember it. those, yeah. And I, uh, I loved that dog.
0: Oh, that matzo little matzo. Ball. Matzo ball, he yeah, was the so bulldog. Cute. <laughs> but where else we booked? Mousetrap, Lake Nova, and then we, we're already heading to Georgia in July.
1: Lake Nona.
0: Oh, uh, Lake Nona? Yeah, that's
1: the one in Orlando, right? Yeah, we have a
0: couple more booked in Orlando. CrossFit Zoo and uh so
1: there's some still not up on the site yeah they'll
0: they'll hopefully be up by the end of the day and then we have a couple more in in miami there's one that's
1: right next door to disney
0: which one
1: i think it might be the this one the CSG crossfit No, that's in georgia oh no crossfit mousetrap yeah
0: mousetraps uh i've been there to mousetrap before yeah it's a great box we have one of our one of the guys randy who who hopefully is listening to this but He's a he's a member there and, and Joe i have you know helped them at their level ones and level twos, so that's why I know them. Cool. That's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be exciting and obviously the tour, we wanna to just meet people, get in front of people. We've Yeah. We've seen something big this week and that was the fact that we released a free ebook.
1: Yes. On um, I think it went out on Monday. It was Monday. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of people are downloading it, so I hope they're enjoying it. So we'd love to have some feedback if anybody does have it. Yeah, feedback, if you're listening to this, feel free send us uh, a little note through the contact form.
0: Absolutely, we want to hear what you guys think of it. It's on intermittent fasting, something I do. I mean, the other day, what was it? Tuesday. I had gotten up, did our thing in the morning, went to jujitsu. We got the car, came home, worked out.
1: Oh my gosh, I think it, it, it was, was like six o'clock at night, and
0: you, it was after six. I was going to say it was eight. By the time we worked out, did some round showered, and it was, I had to eat a ton. Yeah, you weren't you know, angry. And I think, yeah, you get to the point sometimes I, that was a little bit too long of a window, especially with all the activity. I'll tell you what, oftentimes it's not activity for me that, that gets me hungry, it's stress.
1: Oh, well, you find stress makes you hungry? I find it inhibits my hunger.
0: Depending on what I've ate and what I've done that day. Mm-hmm. You know, when I get stressed, my body kind of just reacts that way, but... The ebook is about intermittent fasting and we've kept it we've kept it simple. The premise of it was like here are some ideas, here's a good way to test that you should or shouldn't do intermittent fasting and if you want to start here. Not a whole lot of science behind it, but it's really just here's a broad general and inclusive view of intermittent fasting and you can download it at onyoureating.com. Go to the shop, go to publications, buy the book the definitive guide to flexible eating and then then also grab that free ebook in there
1: yeah and we talked about intermittent fasting in our podcast last week but if you want to learn a little more about the benefits we did also write a little blog post about it so i think that's also on the it's on the blog page probably from monday too
0: you wrote more of that you did a great job with that yeah on your forward slash blog
1: so what's next jay what are we writing next
0: Oh, so I'm in the middle. It's actually drafted. You have to now read it.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Free ebook on (laughs) carb cycling. Cool. So probably one of the biggest questions we get is, you know, what is carb cycling? Should I do it? When do I do it? All that stuff. I'm sick and tired of answering questions on it, (laughs) so I wrote a book.
1: That's really why we're writing these books.
0: Exactly. So it's... It should, I would say, give us another week. Okay. It's really at, on your plate right now, so you have to do with that. A
1: lot of stuff. Yeah,
0: so just read it. Let us know what you think, and then we'll, uh, we'll get it out there. But Carb Cycling, free ebook coming out shortly.
1: Yeah.
0: And please, if you, if you download these for free and you like them, A, go on and give us a review. Yeah. So just throw up a review. Obviously, we prefer yeah. five stars, but be honest <coughs> with us. Tell us what you think. And then, you know, share, share the page. You know, have don't just share the free ebook. Send someone the link to the page to download it because we like to keep track of who's downloading it and all that stuff. But if you like it, share it.
1: Yeah.
0: And then the new carb cycling book will be out. Uh, couple get, of weeks, maybe. Couple of weeks or so.
1: But also, if you want, you know, you have some ideas on some other cool topics that you want us to write about, let us know. We have obviously a whole bunch of ideas based off of. Questions we always get asked, but we're always happy to hear what you guys think and what you need So
0: Absolutely. let us know. Absolutely. More and more will be coming out there. We're going to also do some free webinars.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll do
0: a, I was thinking about doing a Facebook Live maybe next week just to talk about intermittent fasting and promote it. So look for that. I'll set up a time and a date. Check that out. Cool. All what right. else
1: happened this week? Who's your Transformation Tuesday?
0: Uh, my buddy Keith.
1: Oh. He
0: I started working with him maybe three months ago. Okay. And if yeah, so if you go to ownyoureating.com and you go to Tuesday's post,
1: mm-hmm.
0: his name is Keith, and it's funny because I talked to so many people and I could basically
1: he looks great.
0: Tell you what's happening with a ten-minute conversation in your life,
1: <laughs> and with
0: Keith, it was like, all right, dude, you're not eating enough. You're definitely not eating enough protein. Here's what I need you to do. And you see those. I mean, that first picture, these pictures are actually a tiny bit outdated. Those are probably four weeks ago now. Oh, really? He's actually sent me more recent ones where he's even more shredded. He's a little bit lighter. He's already reverse dieting. He's up a significant number of calories. So,
1: Do you know what the time span is between this picture one to picture
0: three? That picture was eight weeks. So from left to right, it was four weeks, eight weeks. So two months there, mm-hmm. but wow. now it's been another couple of weeks because he sent me that a bit ago and my head.
1: You can see it's so much more muscular de- definition, like not just in his abs but in his arms, his pecs.
0: And that's like I'm lighter. His
1: face too. Look at his face.
0: It is amazing how crazy men and women alike. When you see that jawline and you see some,
1: it's chiseled some now. Leanness
0: in your face, you become better looking.
1: Yeah. Really,
0: he just oh, he looks great. happy and healthier. But mm-hmm. but yeah, he's reverse dieting now. Cool. Big improvements. You know that's a that's a big message that I think needs to be out there. Like people start flexible eating, and one benefit of this versus a typical diet, obviously, other than hey, you can eat pizza and donuts and, and enjoy life, is there's an end game. Yeah, where most diets there isn't. It's like okay, you're in this caloric restriction. Forever. Right. (laughs) Right. Where no, if you do this and you just bear with it for, you know, realistically two to six months, depending on where you're starting.
1: Yeah.
0: You're going to eat more down the road. Mm -hmm. So if you can just get over that initial hurdle, you're going to eat more food.
1: Yeah. I think that for me was always the appeal, the light at the end of the tunnel was that One, I was actually going to learn so much and be giving my body the right amount of fuel to help me perform better at the gym, but that eventually I would fix my metabolism and start to be able to eat more one day. And that was hugely appealing for me.
0: How long did it take you to get there?
1: Well, you know, when I I truly committed, I think... you know, I was traveling, and I wasn't able to weigh myself all the time, so I always kind of caveat myself with that, but I hit my goal weight probably within the first two months of flexible eating, and then it wasn't until, let me see now, it was probably three, three, you know, three months, maybe a bit longer before I started reverse dieting, and I would say, one, I didn't start earlier because I was traveling and I didn't really know where I was at with my goal weight and whatnot. And two, I was, I was still naturally very hesitant to that idea of incorporating more food because I had been so successful and there's this, this fear that eating more food was going to make me
0: fat, right? I think obviously that's a big, like we were saying, yeah, we just went live on Instagram. FYI. So, hey, everybody that's Hello. watching. But we're recording our podcast, and we were talking about how there's an end game to flexible eating. And, yeah, I think for, for some people, once they get to that point where it is time to reverse diet, it is a little bit stressful. I mean, I'll give you a great example. Jacqueline, mm-hmm. who I've been working with for over a year now, well over a year. Or Ashley, even. Right, both of these women are getting so lean. They're training hard. They're performing. Jacqueline, got muscle ups now. She's crushing the open.
1: Nice, Jacqueline. Um,
0: and I've been like telling her, you need more food. You need more food. Same thing I said to Ashley. And they're like, no, because I just kind of I hit my goal. I don't want. I don't want to gain weight back. I don't yeah. It's like you need this food to continue on that positive route. Mm-hmm. Rude. What is a route? <laughs> rude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a combo of road and route. Shout out to Ashley. There it's Taylor. Taylor, so Taylor's another great example. She's gonna need to reverse diet soon.
1: Yeah. And Taylor,
0: cause... now that you're watching, you're gonna you're gonna freak out just like Ashley did. But I've seen people plateau with flexible eating, and unless they eat more food, they will stay plateaued. Like you need to eat more to advance yourself.
1: Yeah, and not just that, like I I was at a point where I was looking lean. But I actually wasn't able to get any more muscular or mm-hmm. any stronger because I just was not giving my body the fuel it needed in order to do that, so my performance level was stalled at the gym like it didn't matter what I did, I was not going to make any improvements.
0: Well, look at Ashley's picture. she sent us a picture, oh my gosh, two days ago, crazy, and the one on the right, she was a pound heavier, mm-hmm. but looked significantly better she looked, and not like that sounds shitty she looked good on both mm-hmm. but she looked more muscular and more ripped yeah 100%. on the one on the right and that was after some hot yoga with taylor over there so i'm
1: jealous of those girls hitting up hot yoga every day hey
0: we will hit some hot yoga on the road
1: i hope so i have a good thing from for today when that's that's the other thing like going to hot yoga when it's already 90 degrees outside it's not as um it's not enticing. Before but,
0: I moved to Florida, I mean, nice. I was hitting Bikram. I was doing doubles.
1: Double Bikram? Oh my well, God. Well,
0: one would be like a full Bikram and then one would be like a hot vinyasa so it wasn't it was like 90 degrees, not 105. Right. Okay. But then when I moved down here, I was like, I would do <laughs> yoga on the Lanai and get the same effects of it.
1: <laughs>
0: Booty shorts. Yeah. Taylor's saying that. That's a benefit of, do, do you want to hear a funny story? And then we'll end this <laughs> podcast. We've been recording for a while. So, I used to go to Bikram yoga, and you know how you basically go naked.
1: No, you don't. I mean, well, you wear little booty shorts. Yeah, the, the girls in Bikram
0: are wearing very, very little. So, gentlemen, if you're listening to this and you're wondering where to meet some...
1: If they haven't figured that out yet...
0: Well, they don't know. Most men don't know. Okay. You go. I mean, there's, like, Bikram outfits. Right. The girls wear the same ones. It's like... Bikini shorts, basically, and then those... It's
1: like a bikini top. The top that
0: don't have, like, yeah, that's like a tight tube top almost, right? Would that be what you call it?
1: No, because it's still got straps on it, not
0: it? It's very little. Right, yeah. It's very little. And the truth of the matter is, if you're doing Bikram, like, you don't have time to focus on what these chicks are wearing. (laughs) You're just trying not to die. Like, the first Bikram yoga class I ever took, (gasps) a long time ago, I was like, I'm going to die here. Like, this is where (laughs) I'm going to die. (gasps) And I still
1: feel like that when I haven't been for a long time.
0: What are you saying, Taylor? Sports bro? No, but I was like, I'm going to pass out in like rabbit or one of these postures. <laughs> and that's it. I'm going to pass out and they're going to wake me. No big deal. Because, you know, I've been choked out before don't, I don't get it. You don't
1: pass out in the floor series. You pass out in the standing series. I was,
0: it was so hot. This it was the first Beacon ever took. All right. So anyway, going back to the story. I would go in just my spandex. You know, Under Armour type shirt. You know what I wear for underwear? Yeah. That's what I would wear. I get a lot of Reebok. I have Under Armour ones. And I was wearing... Reebok came out with a line. And I get a lot of Reebok. And they were like vented.
1: Oh, right. I know which ones you mean. I'm
0: right. So I wasn't I see paying your, attention. You your
1: butt crack at the top of them.
0: Exactly. And I didn't know this. And I'm wearing my Reebok... And the instructor is like, you could see your ass. <laughs> and I was like and I was like, You're Really?
1: Perfect. And
0: I used to go in the front because I wanted to see the mirror, check myself <sighs> out. And I was like, well, this is all I have. I'm not going home. So this is what I'm wearing tonight. <laughs> and I stayed. So Oh yeah. That was it. That's my speaker. Story, but I love Bikram. It's great if you if you don't attend Bikram or or any hot yoga, it's great recovery. We'll hit some Bikram up, yeah, some hot yoga.
1: I need it. I think you need it. (laughs) I'd like to see you floored out for a
0: little bit. I need it. I loved it. I loved it. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap up this podcast. If you are watching us on Instagram Live, sorry we didn't think to do that a little sooner, but
1: uh, listen to the podcast.
0: Yeah, check out the full podcast. Give me about uh, an hour. Yeah. But other big announcements that we had is go online. The tour's up there. OwnYourEating.com. Check out the tour dates. If you're in the Florida area, we're heading up to Georgia soon. And download the free ebook on intermittent fasting. And um, check everything else out. Yeah. All right, guys. Signing off for Roz, myself.
1: Mo and Marley.
0: It's been a great podcast. Sorry if we rambled a little bit. Hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you next week.
1: Bye.